Welcome to the Fueled AF podcast, where we educate you on ways to fuel your mind, body, and soul. We're your hosts, Alex and Avery. Now let's jump in. What is up, you guys? Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Fueled AF podcast. We are here. We are back. I don't have a baby yet. <laughs> Avery was sick at the beginning of the week, but it's still going to be a good episode this week. I, I, it's funny because this episode is, I'm going to be talking a lot. It's going to be mainly me talking and of course I'm sick. <laughs> My voice is all gross sounding and whatever. But Honestly, your voice doesn't sound that bad. You're, I think you're totally yeah. fine. Yeah. I think it's definitely getting better. I think it probably sounds the worst to me, but. <laughs> no, you're good. So you guys, you can probably tell by the title of this episode, we are going to be going in depth on Avery's health and fitness journey, which I'm so excited about. I have definitely heard, you know, where she's gotten started. And I've heard the story a couple of times, but if you guys haven't heard the story, I think a lot of people will relate to where Avery was at at the beginning of her health and fitness journey and kind of how she's evolved. Um, and we all know Avery is just like a total badass when it comes to being in the gym. <laughs> you're like, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I feel like, you know, a lot of people look at Avery. I know I definitely do and think that she's, you know, this awesome, like fitspo. And like, I think that you inspire a lot of people. So I'm excited for people to hear this episode because it's going to be really cool to hear how like your mindset has changed, because I think a lot of people see people like you and who, who look like you and think, oh, they just love going to the gym and they've, it comes so easy and so naturally to them. But I know that that wasn't always the case for you. So I'm really excited to kind of dive in. Um, so before that, Avery, is there anything that you want to say before we get into the episode? I don't think so. I think I'm probably going to be talking to you guys ears off enough and I'm sure I'll probably say, say everything. So yeah, let's just dive in. Okay. So I guess I'm going to let you kind of take the reins. Um, the first thing that I would just love to hear is just kind of how it all got started, like where you were at, what, what took you to the point of wanting to get started on your health and fitness journey. Just give us the whole rundown. Yes. Okay. So I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, especially nowadays, they kind of like have a very defined start to their health and fitness journey. So a lot more people are working with coaches, which is amazing. Like the just kind of like fitness industry, I feel like has transformed a lot. It's become a lot more like mainstream in a way, um, especially with like TikTok and Instagram. And anyway, um, so I didn't really have like a, a traditional start, I guess, to my health and fitness journey. Um, it kind of like evolved out of different things. So I guess starting like way back, um, <clears throat> it kind of, I guess, started in high school if we want to look at like the origins of it. So, um, I was like a swimmer growing up. So I was on swim team. I didn't really like it. I just did it because I, my parents were very much like, we want you guys to be active. Me and my brother, we want you guys to do something, you know, active. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll do this. There's no like balls flying at my face. I was not, a, I was not a team sport, like ball, like hand-eye coordination, not my thing. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll do swimming. Um, and so I was on swim team, you know, club, club team through high school, my high school swim team. Um, and I just like really, I honestly just didn't like it. And so my senior year of high school, um, I was on the the club team that was not associated with my school. And then I was also on my high school's swim team. And so I basically said to my mom, like, I don't want to do swimming outside of high school and like outside of my school anymore. Like, I'm not into this. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I literally dread growing. And she was like, okay, well, as long as you do something, like as long as you exercise regularly, like that's fine. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> so I started going to the gym that my, one of my friends went to at the time. 
didn't really like do any sort of weight, anything just would go and do like cardio. We would do like Zumba classes. Um, occasionally I would do like some of the machines, like just again, didn't really know what I was doing, but it really wasn't, it was just kind of because I knew that exercise was important. And because my, my mom wanted, my parents were like, you know, exercise is important. So I was like, okay. Um, and I think near the end of my senior year of high school is kind of when I started just like thinking about my body a little bit differently. I think I, that's kind of when I started to kind of be a little bit more critical of my body. I don't think it had really changed that drastically. I was, I mean, I think this is pretty common for most people, but up until that point, I really never thought about food. I never thought of really never thought about my body in like a, a hypercritical way. Um, I just kind of ate whatever I wanted. I was, you know, um, I, my parents were very like health conscious for the most part. So, um, yeah, I just kind of ate, ate whatever I wanted, didn't really think much of it. And then come kind of end of senior year, transitioning from senior year, uh, high school to freshman year of college, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't really like the way I look. I kind of would look in the mirror and just feel like I was overweight or fat or whatever, which I mean, I think looking back, I probably really just wasn't at all. Um, but anyway, so at that point I was like, okay, I need, I don't really know what to do about this, but I know that like eating less, eating, like, I guess I should eat less. Right. Yeah. So that kind of spiraled into like just being really restrictive, which I guess, I guess, trigger warning for anyone who like maybe is going through this right now, if you don't really want to hear about this. Um, but probably should have said that at the beginning of the episode, but, um, yeah, so that kind of spiraled into just being more restrictive with food, like just like not even on my fitness pal, but just like counting calories, just like writing down everything that I was eating and all that crazy stuff. Um, and just, yeah, kind of just taking things more extreme and just really, that's when I feel like I became very hyper-focused on the scale, like the number on the scale, trying to be as small as possible. Like I really wasn't focused at all on like trying to build muscle or get stronger. It was literally just about like weight loss and trying to be as small and like as skinny as possible. Um, and yeah, so that kind of continued through like freshman year of college. And I knew at the time I was like, this is not healthy. This isn't like, this isn't good for me. And also like, it wasn't sustainable. Cause I would maybe go a week with being really restrictive. And then, um, I was so, you know, I would, eat everything in sight because I was so hungry. So it's kind of this binge and restrict cycle that I think so many people go through, even if they don't really realize it. Um, and then, you know, through my freshman year of college, I was still like exercising a lot at the gym on campus, but I was, again, I was just doing cardio really like maybe some abs and stuff like that. I really wasn't doing any sort of strength training. And then my sophomore year of college, I started working at the uh, rec center at the at school and I, that's where I met my soon to be boyfriend now ex-boyfriend, but, um, and he was a personal trainer at the time and he was like, Hey, you should probably like get into the weight room and like lift some weights and stop just doing cardio. And I was like, okay. So he kind of like showed me a little bit what to do, introduced me to that world a little bit, which, you know, looking back, I'm so grateful for that because yeah. like, I, I, I'm sure I would have eventually done that, but I'm like, gosh, I, I don't know who knows what would have happened, but yeah. So he kind of was like, Hey, like you should 
he kind of showed me the ropes a little bit with, with strength training. And I got, you know, more and more like into that. And so I think that's when I kind of started like being a little bit more like interested in kind of the fitspo world. So like Whitney Simmons and the KK fit twins and all these kind of influencers who are a little bit bigger on like weight training. Um, and I still had no idea what I was doing. Like it wasn't anything serious. I was kind of just, I think the eating part was still very much like, you know, less food is better and low calorie, low carb, you know, like I need to eat this cauliflower rice. (laughs) I I hate cauliflower rice. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I kind of just kind of just shifted more towards like strength training and a little bit more away from um from the cardio world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think, you know, for the majority of college, I still didn't I kind of thought I knew what I was doing, but I didn't really know. Um I didn't really know how to actually like support my my goals. I didn't really know what my goals were. I kind of was just like working out is important. I think it was a very like, you know, I was training way too much, like six days in a row and doing way too many exercises. And it's kind of just like the more, more is better kind of, mentality. um, more is better when it comes to the gym, less is better when it comes to food. So, uh, I, I think I still didn't really have the healthiest relationship with food and, and training and stuff like that. Um, and then I kind of, was as I got more into strength training and and stuff like that, I was like, Oh, you know, I feel like I could kind of teach other people how to do this, like, you know, kind of personal training route. Um, but I kind of thought I kind of like doubted myself, which I was like, I just don't feel like I know enough and I don't really know what I'm doing enough yet. So I was like, maybe I can do more like group fitness. So I took a class, um, kind of basically like a group fitness instructor course basically and as I went through that like it's like yeah I like this but kind of the, the the closer and closer I got to actually being a group fitness instructor the more I was like I don't really like I don't really want to be up on a podium like in front of like perform kind of performing yeah. in front of everyone like I, I I started to do like a mentorship for um to be a cycling instructor which I really loved cycling at the time and I you know probably like a month into it I was like I don't want to do this like I was like, this is just not me. I remember the the instructor who was mentoring me at one point. She was like, you have to like put on a show for us. And when she said that, it almost like clicked. I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to put on a show. Like, that's not, not- that is not, that's not what my, that's not what this is about for me. Like, I don't, which, you know, you go to a cycling class, like those instructors are freaking killing oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, and I'm like, it, it's odd. Like, that's part of the reason why you go is because they're super like you know they're yeah, super yeah yeah um so the, I, I'm by no means trying to like you know hate on that by any means and I was like I don't really want to be that person so I kind of was like I think I'm I'm more so su- like suited for the personal training route and being a little bit more one-on-one with people um so I ended up taking a course on that and being um just yeah kind of just that just came very naturally to me to to work more closely with people and kind of try to make someone feel really comfortable. And I think especially having felt like I wasn't comfortable in the weight room, like when I first started and just didn't know what I was doing and needed guidance. Like it was, 
you know, felt very like, oh yeah, I can definitely relate to someone who needs more guidance with this. Um, <clears throat> so that's how I eventually got like certified as a trainer. Um, eventually got hired. I got hired as a personal trainer at the gym and started training clients there. So, um, that's kind of how that route started. Um, eventually was like the, the TA basically for that same personal training course. So I ended up like teaching other people how to be trainers, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, cause I, you learn a lot from just teaching other people things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, throughout this whole time, I never really like was super focused on like the nutrition aspect of things. I kind of, I still kind of just didn't really know. I didn't really know anything about like cutting and bulking and tracking macros. I think I started to kind of get into more like tracking macros and actually learning what macros were and kind of that aspect of things, um, kind of my senior year of college. Um, and then when I graduated, that's kind of when I took myself through my first, I graduated, my boyfriend and I broke up. And I think that not being in that relationship anymore, I was like, okay, now I can like really focus on myself. Um, really, because at the time, you know, as I was kind of getting more and more into health and fitness, he was kind of like, I don't really, I'm not really interested in this anymore. I kind of want to go work on towards other things. You know, he'd kind of been doing the whole sports thing his whole life. So he was like, yeah, I'm not really as into this anymore. So I was kind of getting super into it and he was kind of moving in another direction. And so I think once we broke up, like, I was like, okay, I can really like invest myself in this and, you know, I don't have to worry about someone else kind of, you know, whatever. So that's that kind of after, after I graduated, so 2020 pandemic, all that craziness was happening. So I was like, yeah, let's, I'm going to really kind of do this like the right way. So I went through kind of my first, I took myself through my first kind of intentional, like knew what I was doing, cutting phase. Um, and I think that's, yeah, I mean, it kind of, that's kind of where I think things like really like took off, I guess, in terms of really knowing what, knowing what I was doing in the gym, like training really intentionally training to actually like be strong and put on muscle and, um, yeah. So I know that was kind of a long-winded story. No, how long, so how long time-wise has this whole story taken place? Like how many years have you technically been like okay, so on your journey? I guess if we start it, like, let's say we'll start it, uh, you know, probably when did I start? Like 2016 was when it started. So So we know how good you are at math. So let's count that out. <laughs> Six years, seven years, no, eight years. I don't know. But I I would say I started lifting when I was my sophomore year of college. That was probably 2017, 2018. Gotcha. So five-ish years. Five-ish years. Yeah. yeah. Five-ish years. That, five-ish years that I've been, I did not know what I was doing for all five of those years, but. um, Getting into it, starting to get more serious about the lifting aspect and all that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I, I think that that's kind of when I think of like my health advantage journey. I mean, I spent years and years doing the yo-yo and all that. I don't, I don't really count that as part of it. Um, it's really like, I think I had a very similar, you know, I started following, yeah, the, 
Whitney Simmons and Chrissy Chella and all of these influencers on Instagram and followed the swipe workouts and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say, like one of the biggest things you've learned has been on your health and fitness journey? Gosh, there's been so many things, honestly. I think, I mean, I think the, the food thing has been really big. Like just, I struggled so much with my relationship with food. And I also think that I mean, I don't think that anyone like I think we're always working on our relationship with food and our body and things like that. Like there's always work to be done, There's always work to be done. Um, I think especially if you've ever been through any sort of like restrictive mentality or eating disorder, disordered eating, like you're always going to be, you know, working on that. And but I think probably the one of the biggest things I've learned is just that food is not food is food is fuel like food it's not the problem that most of us think it is right I mean I think that I spent so long kind of thinking to myself how can I stop thinking about food so much how can I eat less how can I like how can I kind of control like my wanting to eat food it's like well why would you want to like you need food like your body is like the reason why you're thinking about food so much and the reason why it's really hard for you to eat less is because you you need food. Like your body is like, no, you, you need this. Um, and so I think, I think the, one of the biggest things I've learned is just that food is, you know, food is not something to be afraid of or try to like limit. It's actually like, that's, what's going to get you there. Um, you know, yeah. there's going to be periods of time where you might have to restrict your, like, if you're going through a dieting phase, you're going to have to restrict your intake um, even now, like, I mean, I'm eating 2,700 calories and there's still days where I'm like, I want more food. Yeah. So you know, it's not necessarily that it's like, well, you can just eat whatever you want. Like, right. but it's not like, it's not this big, scary thing that people, I think, make yeah. it out. No, hundred percent. I think a lot, like for a lot of clients we work with, it's like food is not the problem. It's actually the solution to yeah. what you know, you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And I think people tend to in trying to like fix things with food and trying to like, you know, oh, I need to eat less or lower my carbs. Like that's what kind of creates the problem. Right. I know that's what happened for me. So um, yeah, I mean, I sometimes I think about like, wow, I wish that I could almost, I wish that I could work as a client with my past self. Like if I could work with, you know, 20 year old me or 19 year old me from college and be like, let's go through a reverse diet, like really intentionally. And let's actually do this right. Like that would be so cool. But well, that uh, kind of leads me to my next question, which is like any regrets that you have, which I feel like that's a big regret. A lot of us have is like, I wish I would have just like done something to know what I was do actually doing sooner. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, gosh, I don't know if I would really say regrets because I think it'll happen how it should. There's so many things where it's like, if I could go back and do things differently, I would, because it's like, knowing what I know now, like I could have made so much more progress. I could have this, this, and that. I wish I would have started sooner, you know, but, and it's hard because I think now, especially because at least it, and I'm sure it's maybe not, maybe it just seems this way because I know a lot, I know a lot more now, but I think it's, there's so much being like a lot of this information about like calorie deficits and macros and all this stuff is like a lot more readily available. At least it seems like, I'm sure that's not even the case, but I think it's just because more and more people are talking about it and 
more and more like kind of these influencers who have, you know, they have the power of being able to reach yeah. thousands, millions of people are being a lot more open about like the only way to lose weight is a calorie deficit. And I eat a ton of food and the muscle is really important. Like stuff like that. It seems almost like, you know, nowadays it would be easier to get that information, which I don't right. think is necessarily true, but um yeah, I mean, I I wish that I would have, like, I guess just educated myself sooner or kind of, yeah, maybe, maybe I wish that I would have, like, reached out for help, like, for help sooner, like, either yeah. for coach, which I, I just didn't even know that that was a thing. Like, right. I didn't know that, you know, the jobs that we do, I didn't know that that was People a thing. Yeah. Well, and realistically, back when you think, you know, six, seven years ago, there were not a lot of people doing this. (laughs) Really? Like, I don't think there really were. Like, so we talk about it all the time. Like, fitness has kind of become a trend recently, which is really cool. Like, that's not saying that, you know, it's bad at all, but like, you get on TikTok and like so many more people are like, you see so many more young people in the gym and like it's, it's very much more of a trendy thing now, which is great. Um, but like, that's, now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Easily. There's so many coaches out there and there's, you know, there's so much, like you said, information available. Whereas back when we started our health and fitness journey six, seven years ago, like that, it, it just really wasn't that way. Like, you know, the big people were like Whitney Simmons and Chrissy Chella and they did the swipe workouts and. Right. Right. And it wasn't. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually really interesting to think about. And it's like, you know, you think about that wasn't that long ago, but it's changed so much where it's like now you know, for better and for worse, um, like so many people who are like influencers are also coaches or who have co- like a coaching business or they have guides or they have things like that. So um, in a way, it's really, it's great that people are like, you know, there's more services out there for people to get support. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's like qualified to be giving that support, but. And a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um. So as far as regrets go, you feel like, you know, obviously you wish you would have gotten started, but I think it's also one of those things that like, you wouldn't be where you are if it weren't for the mistakes that you made. And like, yeah. Um, I mean, I wish that I would have like started, I wish that I would have started eating more sooner and like really, I wish that I would have done kind of the diet thing in a more structured way sooner. I would, I like, I wish that I would have started tracking macros and kind of getting into all of that sooner. I think that, you know, a lot of it comes down to like the circumstantial, like what was going on in my life outside of that being being a student, being in a relationship, um, you know, stuff like that. I, you know, who, like if I maybe was living by myself or, you know, whatever, maybe things would have been different, but, um, yeah, I think they're less like regrets and more so just like it happened the way that it, it happened. And it's, you know, that's all good. Like I am where I am now because of it. So, yeah. um, I love that. So has there been any like mindset shifts that you feel like you've had to make? I know we've talked a little bit about just like your relationship with food and how you've had to come or overcome that. Is there anything else specifically mindset related that has been like a big shift for you? Um, I think also just the like relationship with food for sure. And just relationship with my body, like I think, and like with the scale. So I think that in the beginning, you know, I was just so focused on like, being like being the smallest version of myself really and I remember back when Tumblr was a thing which 
there might be some people listening to this who don't even know what Tumblr is. I feel so old, but yeah, back when Tumblr was a thing, like, oh gosh, it was, it's so, it's so almost kind of like concerning to me to think about the kind of the things that I used to be like, oh, this is what I want to look like. Just, you know, unhealthily thin. Um, and it's, it's also interesting to think about, you know, just kind of how much, you know, there's always kind of an ideal body type, like beauty standards. Right. And I think, you know, when we were in high school, college, maybe not so much in college, but in high school, I feel like it was still like a very thin, not really, like not a muscular body, not really a quote unquote fit body, but like a very thin, like kind of model-esque, like body. I don't know if that seemed like it was like that for you, but. No, it definitely was like super skinny, um, you know, like super low rise jeans, your bones are showing, you know. Yeah. The thigh gap, the, yeah. So, um, I wanted to look like that, you know, like I wanted to be like really thin. Um, and like just genetically, like in my family, like that's not what the women in my family look like. We're curvy, like big boobs, hips, like kind of the hourglass shape, whatever. Um, so it's like, I'm never going to look like that. But anyway, I, um, yeah. So I think that just the shift of like, w- like what I wanted to look like was also a big one. And also just like, not even what I wanted to look like, but kind of like just what I was training for, like, right. Well, I want to burn as many calories as possible versus like, I don't really care how many calories I burn. Like I want to, you know, be able to lift more and okay, last week I could do this. I want to be able to do this. And I remember I was in the gym once and I, you know, I think, I think in college, like being surrounded by people who are older than me, who I kind of looked up to like other personal trainers in the gym. When I, when I started to work at the gym and kind of be a little bit more involved in that community, um, obviously I started dating someone who was a trainer and so he knew all the other personal trainers and he was a year older than me too. So, <clears throat> um, being surrounded by other women who were like super like jacked and like, they weren't, they weren't skinny, but they were like, you know, they were in really good shape and they were like, you know, muscular and strong. And like, that was a really, that was a really awesome influences for me. But then I remember one time being in the gym and one of the other trainers, um, she, I wasn't a trainer at this point, but she was shoulder pressing. I think she was shoulder pressing 25s, 25 pound dumbbells, which is so funny. I'm not trying to like, if that's what you press right now, that's great, whatever. But that's like my warm up weight now. But I remember looking at her, I was doing probably 15s and I was like, I want to be able to do 25s one day. One day I want to be able to do 25s. And so I think that in that moment, that shift of like, I don't, it wasn't really about, I want to look like her or like, I want to be able to I want to be thin or weigh this much or whatever. It was like, I want to be able to lift that amount of weight. Like, I think that was a huge shift for me. Um, I love that. Yeah. And the other thing is that just getting, you know, when you're on a treadmill or a Stairmaster or whatever it is, the the machine is telling you how many, quote unquote, how many calories you're burning, which of course isn't, isn't accurate. Um, and so I think being like seeing that number so often and then starting to, you know, when I was lifting, you're not, they're not, you don't know how many calories you're burning. I didn't have enough. I didn't have any sort of smart watch or anything at that time. Um, and so I wasn't focused on like, I need to, I want to get to this amount of calories or this amount of time working out. I was just like, Oh no, I want to, I want to get to this weight or I want to get to, I want to do all these exercises. So I think also just exposing myself less to the number of calories was also a really big, like helped my mindset. 
Well, and I think that kind of mindset change, and this is something we see in clients all the time too. I think that once you start to get into that mindset is when like the gym really does become addicting because you're like, it's not now it's like a competitiveness thing between you and yourself. Like you go there because it's fun and you get to challenge yourself like all of the time. I know at least for me, that was kind of, it's like, wow, this is actually really fun. Like I can't wait to see what I can lift next week. And I'm going to try to push to do this next set. And, um, that's when, you know, I think people see someone like you and obviously like you're very open about how much you love being in the gym and it's almost like therapeutic for you. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, people see that and they're like, oh, well, like I will never love going to the gym, but it's like, you never loved it at the beginning. Um, no, I, I mean, when I was just doing cardio, I, I, I hated it. Like, I mean, I didn't want to be on the Zoom. I, I don't want to be on the Stairmaster for an hour. Like I did not, I didn't, I did it because I thought that I had to, like that was the only way. Um, And I mean, I feel like I've always been someone who's very, I'm very like in touch with my body and like movement, like physical physicality is important to me. Like as a kid, I was always, you know, running around being active, like, doing gymnastics and doing things like that like um and I think uh like just the anxiety and the stress and all of that like being able to kind of release that physically in a way is really helpful for me I mean it's helpful for everyone even if you don't realize it um and so I think it was you know it was kind of just a way for me to yeah just like take care of myself but I was gonna say something else about the I think also with, with the mindset shifts, like, you know, starting to actually see like muscle, like, oh, wow, like my arms are looking more defined or bigger, whatever it is. Like you start to actually realize like you're actually, when you start lifting, like you're actually going to get bigger in a way, like your, you know, your muscles are going to get bigger. That's the goal. That's literally the goal. Yeah. Um, So just the kind of the literal shift from like wanting to be smaller to actually then wanting to like, well, I want my muscles to be bigger. Yeah. But to be bigger, I want my arms to be big, whatever it is like. And so it's just really interesting now because, you know, it's not like I don't have any, you know, we all, I don't think there's one person, especially women who's like, looks at their body every day and is like, you're amazing. You're so hot we all have better days and worse days with body image. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, but it's just so interesting now, like when I'm looking at myself, like more often than not, I'm like, Oh, your arms look so small and this and that I'm like saying You're these- just, like jacked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's well, especially now, because I haven't gone to the gym in like a week. I'm like, your muscles are withering away. Like, you're puny. No. Oh my yeah. God. That's uh, why I think it's so funny. And it's cool for people to hear that because like, I mean, it just shows, like you said, like, this is something you're always working on. And like, people probably look at you because you have an incredible body and they're like, wow, she probably just loves herself. She looks in the mirror every day and thinks she's just hot as shit. She loves going to the gym, but like, that is not the case for everyone. And so like, no matter where you're at in your journey, like don't get down on yourself because you do have negative thoughts. Like that's very, very normal. I really don't think anyone feels that way. Like, I think, I mean, even me, like I'll, I'll, I'll look at these influencers like these people who have really big followings like and I'm like wow like they are just like I aspire to look like that or to do that or whatever it is and I'm like they they probably feel insecure all the time like all the time they're comparing themselves to whoever and like you know what nature yeah exactly and you know Alex and I went to this um 
kind of coaching coaching event in Arizona in December and like you know I mean there there were there were actually a handful of people who was like you're a big you're a big time like like not necessarily people where I'm like I want to look like you I mean Lane Norton (laughs) (laughs) you're like I want to look like Lane Norton (laughs) um I saw him on Instagram the other day and I was like I've touched that man like I've put he put his arm around my shoulder he's still your background photo (laughs) no he's not but oh man that is I'm that's like you know one of those moments where you're like wow that was embarrassing but whatever anyway it's fine um but you know you kind of realize like talking to these people and meeting and meeting people who it's like you know you then like oh let me like follow you on Instagram you're oh wow you you are you know you're reaching a lot of people um but they're actually that doesn't just because it doesn't matter how many followers you have, like you are still a human being and like you have insecurities and you are a normal person. Like it's 1000%. So anyway, I don't know how you got on that tangent. No, but- I was, yeah, I think it's just important to know. Like I said, people probably look at you and think you don't feel that way because you, you know, you have this beautiful physique, but like you do have those days. Everybody does. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. All the time. Yeah. So my next question for you, which we've kind of answered this a little bit in terms of like your regrets and like everything like that and like kind of what you've learned, but like if there's anything specific that you could go back to Avery, you know, just graduating high school and like say something to her, like what would you say? Get in the damn weight room, get off those cardio machines, uh, like just, I mean, I honestly wish that I could tell her like everything I know about nutrition now, but I'd be like, educate yourself on actual like fundamentals of of nutrition don't you know don't try to educate yourself about about nutrition from like instagram or an influencer or i mean luckily i think there are more people who are preaching what they people you know food is fuel and blah blah um but like don't learn from pinterest or don't learn you know actually educate yourself about like macronutrients and what your body needs to function and all of that um and like you know you're a lot stronger than you think so like push yourself push yourself in the gym um and like let your body rest because I think that so many people especially when they first get started it's like balls to the wall balls to the wall I'm gonna do as much as I possibly can like you know I'll sleep when I'm dead and especially if you're when you're in college if you're if guys I think a lot of people do start when they're kind of at that age at that age and they're maybe surrounded by a lot of other people doing it like it's kind of just this like work hard play hard type thing um and you know let your body rest like recovery is important um but so kind of going off of that if um, anybody's listening to this podcast right now, who's just getting started on the health and fitness journey, or has been maybe toying with the idea. Do you have any like advice for somebody just getting started? I mean, honestly, like, I think like probably if, if you're someone who's like, I just really, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I feel really like I'm really serious about wanting whatever it is your goal is. Like, if you're like, I really want to be, you know, I want to be in the gym, I want to build muscle, whatever it is, like just hire a coach, honestly, like, I'm not even saying that as like a, as a coach work with us. Like, even if it's not us, like go, go hire someone who just is going to take the thinking out of it for you. Um, and just tell you exactly what to do either that, or like get serious about educating yourself, like take some, take a course, 
um, educate yourself on, you know, what your body needs. Um, and I think nowadays, like there is a lot of really good information out there that for free, like on YouTube, on just on the, podcast, podcasts. Yeah. There's tons. I mean, again, our podcast, but even there's just so many really awesome resources from people who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, which I, I understand if you're a beginner, it's hard to know, like, well, how do I know of this person? Right. What's right. What's wrong. Um, I think, you know, a long story short, like there's no shortcut. There's no, there's no hack. Like the hack is just doing the work that you don't want to do. Um, so like, if it sounds too good to be true or if it's like, Oh, how do I, you know, then it is. So just work hard, be consistent. Like, yeah, and, I love um, that. I think yeah. that advice is so good. Cause I think that everybody's looking for like this sexy new thing. That's going to be easy. And you know, these products and supplements and it's like, it really is just hard work and it is kind of boring. Um, but anybody you see who you probably aspire to be like, probably just does the boring shit day in and day out. And that's just kind of is what it is. But I love what you said in terms of just like getting that help. I think that, I think honestly, like time really is the most valuable thing we have in life. And I know both of us can say we wasted a lot of time doing things we thought were right, but they definitely weren't. Um, and that's where like having, an, you know, somebody who can guide you and educate you is, is so amazing because it's like saving you so much time. You don't have to always question what you're doing. Like you have just that um, kind of like blueprint and roadmap created for you. And, you know, any good coach would tell you like they don't want to coach you forever. Like, you know, I know we tell clients that all the time, like we love our clients, but we truly want to make a, an impact on their lives to where they can leave our program and feel really confident in what they're doing. I know you just last week posted uh, transformation photos of a client you worked with for a while and she's absolutely crushing it on her own. And that's like, that's goals for us. Like we, we don't want you as a client forever. We want you to be able to learn these things really quickly and be able to continue this lifestyle because it is a lifestyle. It really is. Yeah. And I think that's, I guess the other thing is just be like, just stop trying to do everything the fastest way possible. Like just be patient and like, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Like I think because like for me, cause I didn't really have this thing where I was like, okay, I'm going to start my fitness journey now. Like it wasn't really a defined moment. A, you know, someone would have said like, oh, it's going to take you like five, six years. I would have been like, well, fuck that, you know? Um, but ultimately like, you know, stop thinking about like, oh, I want, this is what I want to look like. This it's like, just one day at a time, like, you know, and yeah, just be patient, just be patient, just keep going. I love it. Awesome. Well, honestly, thank you so much for sharing all this. Like I said, I think so many people are going to find this really helpful in terms of just either relating to your story or being in those beginning stages, maybe not like super relating to your story, but still needing that advice to kind of get started. I think that this is, this is awesome. So is there anything else that you want to say before we let everybody go off onto their weekend? I don't think so, but thanks for listening. I ho I hope, yeah, I hope it was helpful to at least hear a little bit more about like my, my journey in a nutshell. But yeah, if you guys have questions, definitely let me know. Um, Alex is about to pop out a baby. So I maybe I might be doing a solo episode or two. So if you guys have any more follow-up questions or things yeah. you want to talk about, definitely let me know. Yeah. And if you guys love Avery and you want to work with Avery specifically, if you go to her Instagram, she does have a specific link in her bio where you will apply to work with her as a coach. So make sure to definitely check that out. If you guys are wanting to work with Avery specifically, cause she is badass. Um, but yeah, thank you. I love how you're just like, I know, I know. <laughs> 
for me. Um, but anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't hear from us next week or if it's just Avery alone, you know where I am. So <laughs> love that. Um, yeah, you guys have a great weekend. Thank <laughs> you.